0: It's it's like it's like this thing where you think you've thought of something really profound, and then you like write it down. And you're like, I've really solved life's mysteries, and then you go back and look at it, and you're like, What? Why did I just write potato salad on this yeah. sheet of paper? Yeah. And I thought it was like the meaning of life. Hey, this is Amrita and Andrew. We're on a podcast journey to find our way through freelance life. If you're thinking about taking a leap off the beaten path in any part of your life. Are totally inexpert advice is, don't think twice. You ready? So we just had...
1: Are we on and we live? TLC
0: jam. Yeah, we're live.
1: Oh, I was just laughing at that because... Um, I love that song, but I think it's really funny. And I was gonna say like, oh, this is my jam, but then it's like a mid-tempo song, <laughs> so it's just funny to have like a mid-tempo jam.
0: because yeah, you can't enthusiastically be like,
1: that's my jam. Yeah, did you, did you see me jancing? It was like this is not It jam. was a very like, loose Slim. It's not like a, mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like a bedroom jam, right? Ass, right. Maxwell.
0: Yeah. It is not like Maxwell, you're right. <laughs> um, I think that mid-tempo jams are, I also find them hilarious. And I think they are a result of car culture.
1: Absolutely. Because when you go to live concerts and you experience a mid-tempo jam, you're, you're like, like Ooh. oh, I don't, know, I don't know how to be in this room right now. <laughs> right? What do I do? Do what I do dance? Because I, I can't. Do I like sway? It's not like a slow thing, uh-huh. but it's not like a fast thing. Right. Do I
0: just nod? Yeah. Do we just like?
1: Yeah. I feel like it's awkward for performers, too.
0: hmm like people who are like that who have i guess what what's, what are the kids even listening to like now post
1: malone oh my god post i got into malone. an interminable conversation post malone people, is these interminable people i'm talking about won't listen to this okay i don't think whatever tell me about him. i was working with a few people and i got into this conversation where they were like oh yeah um i would love to go back to see post malone again in concert and then someone else is like, yeah, I would love to see Post Malone and, like, Cole play together in a concert. Wait,
0: no, you didn't. That's because a Because we were talking about That's the a joke.
1: Citizens Festival or whatever it is. Global Citizens? Yeah, Post yeah,
0: Malone yeah. was at Global Citizens? No,
1: but Chris Martin is the... Oh! Chris Martin... He,
0: he is, like, a producer or something?
1: Uh, yeah, he's, like, the head of the Global Fiti- Citizens Festival. <laughs> Whatever it is.
0: Okay, this explains. How come you didn't tell me that when I was when I when I common went last knowledge. year? Common knowledge. Common knowledge. That was not common knowledge. common knowledge. Okay, so last year, avid listeners may or may not recall. I'm not sure if we we cut we talked about this. I went to the Global Citizens Festival not because I did good works for our community, but because I got a f- comp tickets from the organization that whose employ I was leaving, who, who sponsored the festival. Right. And after spending easily five hours trying to figure out how to get into the festival like it, we were so naive we're like oh it'll take like two hours maximum it took forever forever and then we got in we narrowly uh caught the very end of Sean Mendez's set now that's a product of car culture mm-hmm. Sean Mendez um and sing
1: me a Sean mendez song
0: it's you know what they're like crooner type shit. yeah it's like yeah, yeah. it's like white guy with a guitar music. Uh, and there was a shooting scare right before Janet Jackson went on and nobody got shot, but everybody stampeded and it was really terrifying. Turns out that I'm really excellent in a crisis. And actually Jed is very excellent in a crisis too. Mm -hmm. We were very calm. We kept our heads about us, um, discovered that there was not in fact a shooting going on actively. And so then we just turned around and walked back towards the stage and we had been at the very back of this 60,000-person show, and then we got to the very, very, very front. But, like, as we were, like, trying to figure out what was going on and, like, walking back over this, like, field of, like, shoes and discarded phones, like, Chris Martin Capri-Sans. appears out of nowhere, like, on all these jumbotrons, and is like... Stay calm, everyone. And I was like, <laughs> and then we just like started laughing because of this absurdity like, no, this of all of a sudden swipe. Chris yeah. Martin just appears, telling us to like stay calm. I was like, is this the new like NYPD protocol? Yeah. Just sending Chris an Martin, English, <laughs> an English
1: person, <laughs> to
0: calm the crowds. Anyway,
1: anyway it makes a lot more sense because yeah. was, I was
0: like, where did he come from? He's Why like is he chair
1: stands? the festival or whatever. Okay, okay. Uh, but to my original point, I was trapped in a green room with people who thought that it would be a great lineup to have Post Malone with.
0: That's insane. Yeah,
1: and then someone who is like he's like 23. Are you sure they weren't just fucking? He's like, oh yeah, yellow man. That's like a classic.
0: Oh my god. This reminds me of when I was in a bar, not too long ago, and um, the bartender. So this is a person who's old enough to serve drinks. um, Was talking about how, um, the band that was playing on the the radio or on the the bar sound system was like she like it was like before her time, and it was The Strokes. (laughs) <laughs> i was like oh okay <laughs> i'll
1: tell you that time that i had to help someone fax something mm-hmm. and then so i helped him mm-hmm. which faxing has never been like anyone who faxes anything you have to do it five times and yes. like it doesn't go through right. or whatever so i helped him fax and then he sits there and he watches the paper come through we receive uh-huh. the confirmation that it went through you know it mm-hmm. prints out another piece of paper that says like yeah. and With, he like, a looks code at that makes no it sense. he looks at it this guy he's in his 20s he looks at it and then he turns to me and he's like so, on the other end of this, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> and I was like, it's a fax. And he was like, yeah, but can you, like. Explain And I was to like, me. on the other end, there's another piece of paper <laughs> that is coming. And he was like, that's wild. And then he goes, why don't we fax more often? <laughs> <But>
0: he- <laughs> like, it seemed really convenient to yeah. him. It just so he was like,
1: because you don't have to, like, download it and print it.
0: You know, he has a point, yes. I guess. <laughs> but I love, it. I love that he's like, wow, what is this technology? Um, this it, similar thing, or not really, it's just sort of like youths not understanding things. Um, my sister told me this great story about how she was trying to share the magic of the parent trap, the original parent trap yep. with her children who are five and eight. And,
1: the 1950-some-odd um, f- version. Mills version. Yeah,
0: And they were completely confounded by this one like comedic scene where um, th- all these hijinks ensue because there's a phone conversation happening and somebody picks up the other handset for the phone in another room, and the girls were like, "I don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> and then when you try to like try to explain something that's like really simple, sometimes it's like really hard it's to hard. explain something that's really simple because
1: they didn't they don't have a landline. In I the guess they,
0: they do have a landline, but nobody ever answers it, and it's
1: always. Or like, they only have one phone. One.
0: It, it it it's wireless. I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe they just don't. They just have never thought about the landline right. and the idea that you could listen in on the landline.
1: I mean, imagine all those that are gonna, like, <laughs> like remember when you had to text, but like by pushing the the one button three times, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. see, and then the T nine was like later. the autocomplete. T- yeah. <laughs> imagine trying to explain that in, in years to come
0: yeah yeah it's gonna be confusing
1: but anyway
0: uh, of course like to us that was more recent memory than for others since you and i didn't acquire smartphones until like 2014 fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> i'm still i still regret it in some ways
1: i still have my same smar- i have my phone just turned five years old
0: mm-hmm. oh so it was your first one
1: no it's first my one, second one. one okay yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah five years old it still works perfectly mm-hmm. no more news there
0: yeah i unfortunately i'm like on my fourth or something at this point in so many years
1: because <sighs> yeah we I need keep... to talk about this <laughs> what,
0: what, what, tell me what do we need to just, talk about just you know
1: about? your irresponsible nature towards like objects
0: Okay, Thanks. first of all, I reject that oh, strenuously. Oh, you feel like I'm coming for you? I feel like you're coming for me, and I feel like you're my mom right now. I don't know the value of a dollar, and I don't okay. have any Okay. How did you lose this last okay. phone? Okay.
1: You want to explain to the internet? <laughs> it was late.
0: It was very late. I was very sleepy. So I left my phone in the car, and then someone stole it out of the car.
1: You think that's what happened? Yes. Who would want that? shitty phone
0: i don't know what can you get like are, are there like chop shops for for like like phones old phones with crack
1: cases i mean
0: not cr- c- crack cases screens. Cracked screens they were like shards i like would i like have cut my finger trying to use that yeah, phone. yeah i don't think anyone anyway. stole it well <laughs> no one returned it so i had to get a new phone um but it is not the first time that, that has happened something similar has happened to me not because I lost it, because I did break my last
1: one. I've only ever gotten a phone because I've lost the other phone. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, but
0: I do, I, I, I disagree with your assessment about my relationship to physical objects. Okay. Because it, in fact, I, I have sort of an opposite problem where I love, like I'm such a materialist. I love things. I treasure my things. Yeah, it's
1: not that you don't love them.
0: I, I care uh, for them a lot in terms of like the, the objects that I own, especially if they're shiny. Mm. magpie mentality.
1: Well, let's get into it. Let's I get into the real...
0: just experienced a life-changing moment of seminal experience. One that has been a lifelong dream for me.
1: It almost became true five years ago during our road trip, but mm-hmm. Mother Nature had other plans exactly
0: so I think that part of it is that like especially that near-miss makes it so much sweeter Mm -hmm. that I finally made it to Dollywood finally made it so exciting so exciting so first of all like I have to admit that I didn't have like a super strong idea of what Dollywood was before I saw it in person I just knew that I needed to be there okay. and that like, it was my dream to experience it, but I wasn't totally sure what I was going to be confronted with when I got there. That's probably
1: the best way to go into it. Now I haven't been to Dollywood in <laughs> decades. Okay. So I need. Mm
0: hmm. Oh,
1: know well, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going
0: to, I'm going to give it to you. So, um,
1: this park wasn't always Dollywood.
0: No, so it was it was totally another. It existed in a very different format and probably in a very different state of repair and wasn't like maybe like it wasn't really like a, a big tourist draw or anything. Right. You know, it's just sort of like a rinky-dink local theme park. And Dolly took it over, I think, in like '85 or something like that, like mid '80s. And um and it's like a huge tourist thing now, and it brings in tons of like. Travelers and there's this whole sort of cottage industry that's sprung up around the area and honestly like I you think like just seeing it the number of people it employs is it's really amazing like it is like an amazing thing she did for her like for her hometown there's hotels there's yeah like shuttle bus is there drivers there's a water park there's, there's a water park like... the water park is was closed hilarious because it was over a hundred degrees like the weekend that we were there but it was. September, so um, it's quote well, you know unquote how I feel no longer about summer. Water parks anyway, I know you you don't like water parks, and you find them just dist- you know you. I'm discovering more and more that you're like more of a germaphobe. I'm not a
1: germaphobe at all. Don't put that on my shoulders. But you just said think that you
0: it. told me you yesterday that you don't like sleeping naked. Hang on, that you won't you won't sleep naked because of the germ implications. That makes no sense. The water park was closed even though it was like scorching hot because apparently it's like a quote unquote not summer, but we're having major like global warming and everything so um it was the start of the fall harvest festival at dollywood which entails hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of light-up pumpkins and not just that but like pumpkins that are like fiberglass pumpkins that are made into different sculptures and it was also this like um like a local artisans festival in the fall Mm -hmm. so there's all these like people who are like wood carvers and like quilt makers and there was a fiddle maker that my sister befriended um who they could barely understand one another i mean his (laughs) accent was unbelievable i mean it was unbelievable it wasn't even like i just haven't heard an accent like that before it didn't sound like a southern accent it sounded like something different it almost sounded more like a pittsburgh accent really um
1: well, deep into the mouth, I can understand that.
0: Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I appreciated that, but it was just really funny. Um, so that's really awesome, too, because it was like, you know, it's like local, uh-huh. local art and like local culture. And I mean, granted, like one of the one of the artisans, I mean, her ship was pretty cool, is a chainsaw sculptor.
1: This Are, is a big, pop, this is a popular thing. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. like black bears. Yes. Out of, it was. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. I can't believe that you knew that. It was just like it's everywhere. a whole stand filled with black bears made out of chainsaws. Yes. Yeah. That's a thing?
1: Yeah. That's uh, everywhere.
0: That's incredible. And her name was either Tanya or Carla. So the woman who, who made them and was probably like. Probably both. The mo- probably Tanya, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a, like a very, very butch woman in a hooded sweatshirt on a hundred degree day with a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah she was amazing um so you so were there for two days we there for two days we had the kids with us um my sister's kids and um you know so they were delighted because they were having like a, the total theme park experience mm-hmm. they got their like dip and dots and they got their bubble wand light up bubble mm-hmm. wands they got face painting glow in the dark face paint they got like all the treats yeah um so butterflies are dollies like spirit animal um and i would just like to point out the interesting crossover between mariah carey and dolly parton which hadn't occurred to me up until this moment mm. that they were both like deeply obsessed with butterflies yeah. so that is everywhere we stayed in the dollywood dream War resort which is is
1: there more than one resort
0: no just the one um she stays there four to five times a year i told you that how
1: big is this resort we're we talking like four or five hundred rooms
0: it's not that big honestly okay. it's really not that big there's a ton of other hotels around and we probably right. could have done a more budget experience by being at like the holiday Inn's yeah but restaurant. if you're
1: gonna go, go exactly and my sister was like although go. i mean if you're gonna go to dollywood and pigeon forge maybe maybe you do go to the ramada i i understand you what know? you're
0: saying i understand what you're saying but that's like,
1: like probably the realer experience that
0: i think is gonna be the next time yeah. <laughs> 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 if i do it again it might be that but um I mean, they ran a little trolley to the park and everything. So so one thing that we did was, and that you had warned me about, is the Stampede. Yes. So this is separate from the theme park. It's its own, like, barn. <laughs> it's basically Dollywood's version of and the and, it,
1: and it's Dolly's Stampede it's, so now? it's now
0: called the Dolly Parton Stampede, and you had informed I me. swear it
1: was the Dixieland yes. Stampede. It
0: used to be called the Dixie Stampede. So they, they understood that Dixie the Dixie Stampede is, like, not a good thing to call a, a thing.
1: Yeah. A Civil War reenactment. A Civil War. In which the South wins. <laughs> is this what happened? You went to a dinner show okay. of the Civil War with a different ending.
0: Yes, but... <laughs> did I have a good time? I did. Okay, so, so it's called the Dolly Parton Stampede. They have... You know, there was a moment... So it's just, like, American history, quote-unquote. Okay. I'm making big air quotes here. Um, so there's, like, a part where they're, like, in the nation, history of our great nation, um, at first, it you know, it, the land was populated by a people of magic and wonder, and then, like, a guy rides out in, like, a full, like, like Like
1: a fat white guy right like just comes out there and like yells and
0: and then my sister and I look at each other in abject horror like we made this face (gasps) like home alone like jaw on the uh, jaw on the ground we're like oh no (laughs) this is gonna be so bad but actually the Cherokee number was not as bad as it could be great you know
1: and then they marched them away and a trail <laughs> of tears.
0: <laughs> and then they were like, and that was, and then it was like, and then came the pioneers. And it was like, uh, Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, the whole thing is like, it's, it's a, it's, um, equestrian in nature. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of trick writing. So it's really not like a fat guy named Gus. It's like the fittest, like 21 year old, like trick writers. I mean, these people are incredible incredible they're like athletes they're doing these crazy stunts where they're hanging from like one foot like dragging their hair on the ground of the wow. galloping around in circles and like like narrowly dodging each other on the horse I mean it's it's like it's it was actually like very impressive yeah I don't know anything about horseback riding but indeed there was a moment was like the competition part of the evening where they divide the stadium up into north and south. Oh. Because we were on the side that was divided, that was like the north, and we had a lot of defectors on our side (laughs) that were cheering for the south. Oh,
1: really?
0: Yeah, Because all these people people are from the south, and like, so they want to like support the south because it's too, it's it's not, it's like, you know, they haven't scrubbed it enough of its associations with the actual (laughs) Civil War. So, so we were like, oh, ooh, okay, um, whatever so that was awkward and then anyway so it was basically medieval times in Dollywood and it ended with like this it, that we were all part of one great nation mm-hmm. and then there was like this then they all came out in like these red white and blue like light up sparkling things with American flags that were like 10 feet tall on the backs of all these horses while Dolly Parton was singing about the red white and blue and I've honestly never felt more patriotic <laughs> I feel like Dolly Parton is, like, making it okay to be patriotic again. She's taking that power away from Donald Trump.
1: <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this show. I think I need to go.
0: I think I took you on a weird journey by emphasizing the Civil War Connections. But all in all, I do have to say that it was really delightful. Okay. So the other thing that was going on that I think I told you a little bit about is that it was the Southern Gospel Festival. Yeah. Which I was super excited about because... <clears throat> um. Well, for many reasons, Mm -hmm. just because inherently that's, I'm I'm interested. But we are writing a script Mm -hmm. in which our main character is an aspiring southern gospel star. And for people who don't know, southern gospel is basically...
1: It's a genre. It's like code for white white gospel.
0: gospel. Um, So gospel is gospel. And southern gospel is like white church music. It's
1: like bluegrass-derived gospel music.
0: And there's a lot of really beautiful and interesting music that comes from this tradition... But what I learned, and feel free to disagree with me. Sure. What I learned is that it has really become a very, like, sort of pop Christian radio type of genre. So what we what we found is that there were lots of sibling trios.
1: Always. Always has been.
0: Two women and a man, um, who does not sing bass, by the way. He sings some tenor-adjacent tenor, tenor yeah. Adjacent thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and like, honestly, we couldn't even get through a set. We got through, like, three numbers of a, of a very high-profile group that we later learned is in the Southern Gospel Hall of Fame on the Dollywood campus um, called the Martins.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you seem to have yep. some familiarity with the Martins? Okay. Is that, yes. like, a known group? In...
1: I mean, is known, yes, oh. in, in the small Southern Gospel world, yes.
0: I'm going to – I'm sorry to say this, but – they were terrible. They were terrible. You know, I did find find that there was some camp appeal, a little bit in that, but, um, but it wasn't it wasn't great. So then what we did is we just went and started listening to the music that was just around outside in Dollywood. They have like regularly scheduled performances okay. just all around the park, and those were incredible. It was like bluegrass. bluegrass. Okay. It was bluegrass, and you know I'm not like a bluegrass fan per se um but like watching it live is so cool because it's you know you don't see that many opportunities outside of country and bluegrass actually country too where you have like a big band Mm -hmm. like where there's at least like six different instruments being played at the same time like think about the last time you saw that live like in a non like classical music setting and um and just like watching that sort of like the synergy of a band that of people who are all super super good at their instrument play together is so fun yeah it's so fun it's hard too
1: i mean they play fast they play like they're picking they they're play not fast just like strumming and there's no everything. drummer yeah
0: so it's like a cell like the self-driving rhythmically i mean there's a bass player but but yep. like um yeah it's just it's like it just hangs together so well it's so good
1: well, I'm disappointed that you you didn't really get to experience some some good southern gospel
0: yeah so tell me like I feel like they're they're it exists but what we walked away yeah, from it was you like no
1: it's one of those things it's like it's a deeply conservative
0: sure yeah
1: place most people who are southern gospel fans are like very conservative and in the 90s probably the 80s contemporary christian music came to be and like the two merged together in this this, unholy alliance yeah yeah, so now it's just a holy
0: alliance really
1: (laughs) so it's unfortunate because it's like if you hear like gospel southern gospel singing like church hymns and like the harmony is really tight it's really fun it's really nice so i
0: had i guess i i knew but didn't really didn't really like process the connection of. Southern gospel and shape note singing Mm -hmm. are are very closely intertwined. And um, I knew about shape note singing from going to college in New England. And that's a huge tradition there. It's really interesting how New England and actually Appalachia like have some cultural crossover because of their connection to like Anglo-Saxon traditions that have been preserved in this way. You know, Massachusetts is a Puritan state and it still basically is. And a lot of that culture has like remains there and then and in the case of Appalachia it's like it's like so sequestered that yeah. a lot of those traditions have per- When persisted. I went to
1: college and we were learning similarly about uh shape note singing, I was confused and because I was like this is just like, This is just church music. This is just church music yeah. and, and this is, just sounds like Southern gospel singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it was and, coming and at I it from yeah the and, other and the direction. New th- so in the
0: New England there's like a whole New England school of of like shape note singing and it's very popular still i had been to a bunch of sing sings, whatever what yeah. whatever you call them and you know they do it in the traditional way of standing in the square Stand and sort of square. shouting at each yeah. other in the middle <laughs> and um, and it's beautiful like the harmonies are so beautiful yeah. and, and it's the
1: same vocal style though it's yeah it's like
0: and it's nasal, nasal and loud and sustained and
1: verging on a yell yeah candy it's like yeah. verging yeah. on that kind of and it
0: when you're in the square like you're Cause you're all facing into you're singing into it's the wild. center. It's so loud. It's so loud. You can't even hear yourself. So you're, you're yelling, everybody's yelling, you know, <laughs> ish. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, and it creates this, like, just like a wall, the, like a resonant wall. It's so cool. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I was hoping for a little bit more of that, a little bit less of, of the, of the Martins, but.
1: No, you get what you get. Yeah. Um, so you had a good trip overall so oh my god you did a great trip it was you would recommend
0: truly magical i learned so many things about dolly who's is, who is like i think some sort of like sainted figure truly i mean she is like an amazing person there's a whole museum about her life that you can go and see it's like the rock rock and roll hall of fame except it's just about her you can like i, just, I love that woman and all you her know, she built it yeah, I know. She built it. She built a, a literal shrine to herself. And it starts, the program starts with, like, the museum part experience starts with a hologram of herself welcoming you to the thing. And my younger niece, who, like, views Dolly Parton as this, like, crazy, like, drag queen figure who she, she is, and, like, could not be pulled away from it. Like, she just wanted to keep watching the Dolly hologram, which at the end of the segment turns into a butterfly in like, a, a flash of sparkles and, like, flies away. I mean it's too much so and they have her outfits and stuff which are like you look at them i mean she's tiny but you look at them and they're proportioned and it's just i mean you know that she has crazy proportions but then you see her outfits and you're like this is she's a cartoon character (laughs) like it's crazy also they have the original coat of many colors
1: oh no! in that
0: museum and it brought me to tears I brought
1: you to tears uh,
0: just thinking about it is making me a little like teary it's so so beautiful so, so <laughs> that song I cried so much when I first heard that song for the Aww. first time oh God, it's, so, it's so nice you are crying I am mean, a little bit okay. anyway, it was a really it was really a beautiful experience and I recommend it too, to to you all you're laughing at me so much right now for literally crying Um, it was a very magical experience let's take me.
1: a break yeah. and listen to okay. Code of Many Colors <laughs> With
0: my coat of many colors that my mama made for me Made only from red, but I wore it so proudly Although we had no money, I was rich as I could be In my coat of many colors, mama made for me We often talk about our professional so life on here Mm-hmm. And our professional life looks a lot different than the last time we've talked on yep. the on the air, <laughs> so yep. to speak about it. But um, it's just been really busy, and I hate that. Like, I hate when someone asks you how you're doing.
1: And you say busy. And you say busy. Yeah.
0: That's not how you're doing. That's what you're doing.
1: Well, then, then give them a different. Answer. I know.
0: I know. So and so, I just have like a few thoughts about it, which are first of all. <laughs> you said something really wise to me that I just want to repeat okay. <laughs> you often say wise thing don't huff and your wine um which is that I was like I've been struggling so much with the idea of um like not being able to get everything done on my list and you were like well maybe that's actually the lesson you need to learn is not how do I get all the things done on my list but how do I be okay with constantly not getting everything done yeah. on my list because ideally we want to live in a world where our your, yours and my like our creative endeavors are so far ranging yeah. and numerous and exciting and you could
1: never possibly check everything off in yeah. a day. yeah yeah there, there's there's always more work
0: right like we want to be there so therefore the value of this experience right now is for me to just be okay
1: and how is that coming along
0: um it is hard for me psychologically because it's just in my nature I guess to like Mm -hmm. feel like I want to just put a period at the end of the sentence and just like cross all the things off the list but as our work gets more complicated and more more you know more clients more things going on like that's just not how it works anymore like
1: well I think people are really the problem mm -hmm. people are always the problem other people so, for example, you and I have a lot of work on our plate, like let's say this month mm-hmm. and all, all of it is done by the end of the day, but I don't feel any type of way about it because I work with a person who's not going to um, add more work busy work right. so right. whenever you have to stop doing what you're doing, to tell to give someone an update. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just have this incessant need to like be in the know mm. and don't <laughs> and they don't trust the people that they work with and so you're like fighting it's not even just fighting your to-do list it's it's like trying to because you can't just say to people like if you'll leave me alone <laughs> I can get stuff done but yeah. like if I have to stop to give you an update
0: yeah or just if interact I to, in a if I way. have to like
1: pass every decision through you mm. then like I can't get anything done. Yeah. So there's that too.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just been, yeah, it's been, but like also like working with other people is sometimes inevitable. <laughs> and um. so I do think that's part of learning. It's yeah, just it, like, it's and also just like being a little bit unapologetic sometimes when I'm, when it's like, oh, well, what's like, how's this thing going? I didn't get to it. Mm-hmm. I, do, I didn't have the time. It's on my list. It's not yeah. done. Yeah. You know? Well, your value as a person or the value of your day is not driven by your productivity. Right. That's how valuable were you, how much money did you make for somebody else?
1: Yeah.
0: Is really what is at the heart of like how productive were you today, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm telling you that, that productivity is a bad measure for how your day was.
1: I mean, I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> I hate being productive.
0: You know, but like also just like being busy. It's like being busy is such a, like a virtue for for a lot of people. You know? Oh, like people it's seen busy, especially in New York City.
1: And like, uh, for example, this weekend I was working at a festival, and I had the luxury of just needing to essentially work the festival itself. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I'm also like you know contractor, so I get to be like dropped into the situation and then and then leave. do do what I will. And there are all of these people who work for a company that are trying to prove their worth inside the company. So there's just like a lot of performing that goes on of Mm -hmm. like stress and oh, this everything is such a big deal. What we're doing is a big deal. And it's like, I come in and I just watch all of these chickens (laughs) like run around. Like just in trying to like, to themselves and to others that like see I'm doing I'm doing things I'm just doing things and um, it's like okay this thing is now going this, the train has left the station the event is happening so the best thing to do is make everyone's experience a positive one mm-hmm. you can do all the planning in the world but then if you get there and you're like well that's not the ru- you can't let them do that because that's not the rules that we talked about in the office like two weeks ago right. and you're like you dumb asshole like,
0: <laughs> like who cares who cares
1: that was a plan that you made what? with all the facts that you had and now, now we have different
0: facts. facts
1: so anyway this person who works she's like wow you're just like you're just you just don't ask anyone just you just make decisions and i was like yes i do i mean mm-hmm. she was complimenting right, 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 like, right, oh, right, right. like everyone is you just she said you're really good with customer service like everyone is happy right and I was like yeah because I don't waste their time like radioing the boss to like ask them if they can go like whatever (laughs) you know like I'm giving a bad example but the point being um, that all these people were just running around trying to look so productive Mm -hmm. that they were literally like running around people who were at the festival running around me and like I was actually really the only person
0: right it's like doing anything right I mean because what is valued is like keeping a frantic pace to prove that you're like so valuable that you're like Working so hard. I'm working so hard. I'm I'm so stressed, so I must be working hard. Point being, it's the cult of busyness. That's what I was. That's all I'm saying is that there's all there's more value in being busy than actually getting stuff done. Well,
1: I feel guilty about it too. I mean, I'm I mean I've been inculcated.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: because like, you know, I work from home and mm-hmm. I like do the thing and i will be like, oh, I.
0: I didn't do enough today. Like I
1: did that and now. I made that phone call. I sent that email and now everything's.
0: The other thing is that you're like, and it, which is a great thing about like self-employment or working from home is that you can just set your own timetable. Mm-hmm. So if you're really efficient, sometimes you're like, oh no, like I didn't work hard enough today because I only like, I only like sat down for two hours and did this thing and got all this stuff done.
1: Yeah. Like, what it would have like,
0: been better if it would taken you seven hours to do
1: it? or And having our own company and things and being able to like, bill the way we can bill it's like oh i can just i can just order the vendors mm-hmm. i don't have to like fill out the form send the email answer it's so, three yeah, inane it's t- questions hugely, hugely time-saving it, you know <laughs> yeah it's just like oh everything's booked and paid for yeah
0: anyway it's anyway. a bu- it's a busy busy month is what it is and please check me when i try to When I try to say that I'm... How are you? I'm busy. Because that's not a good answer. And I would like to be held to account on that
1: matter. Well, do you feel like you're distracted from your life sometimes? Like, in thinking about what you have to do?
0: Yes. Um, I feel like I'm distracted from the things that really matter in my life. Yeah. Um, Because what I do for... (laughs) What I do to get paid is... Sorry. That's no, okay. Um, what I do to get paid is not necessarily, you know, feeding me in other ways. So Right. Um although it is quite literally feeding me. <laughs> so uh yeah, I do feel distracted. I feel distracted from my social life. I feel like I don't have enough time to see people and and um like be connecting with people in the mm-hmm. way that I'd like to, and I feel distracted from like our creative purpose and i don't like feeling busy for no reason like yeah. if i feel like i'm like everything's so busy because i'm because something but if it's just like oh, i'm just busy because i'm busy it's been very frustrating so anyway we've, we've talked about this and i think it just means like in conversely like programming more time in for more things like scheduling Mm -hmm. more things yeah like sometimes when you're really busy what you just need is like be have a disciplined plan of like well then that means that i only have these two hours to write this thing or
1: right instead of just like um pining for the couch Mm -hmm. and like working Mm -hmm. desperately and then going home and like sitting on the couch and watching tv yeah or zoning out or whatever whatever that is and then as if like oh i just need to break in that way
0: yeah yeah, it's it's more just about like per, like scheduling more stuff so that if at le- if I'm if I'm going to be busy, at least I'm also going to be busy equally moving the moving the um, pieces ahead on the things that matter to me right. as well as just like moving the pieces ahead quote unquote or just like basically treading water on the on the things that I have to I have to move forward for. Oh, yeah, I know. To keep things moving. I know. Anyway, sorry. Know. Uh, but that's fall. Like this fucking month is bonkers. Last month was bonkers. I want to tell you about a break from a busy day that I had yesterday. That was really exciting for me. Your face right now.
1: Yesterday, okay.
0: I I was just in the middle of. The I saw you night. yesterday. Yeah, I, that was on my like third job of the day basically um but midday i had to take a break because a designer was fitting me
1: oh you sent me the sketches of this 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 is great it didn't download on my phone and then i pulled it up on my computer
0: okay so i was like like very bashful about being included on this but i have to say that my ego has gotten the better of me Mm. and i I'm loving this whole <laughs> process. Okay. So there's like a designer. He made a like mood board. Mm-hmm. That has my face on it. And like designs for me like that are colors that are like designed for <laughs> me and stuff. And my ego just blossomed when <laughs> I saw this. When I saw this this design. This is dangerous. Sketch. I know I love it so. No, it's not dangerous. I need more opportunities to stunt okay i'm feeling you know i'm not like in in my greatest like you know self-confidence moment of my life right Right. now so um so i love that there's a that there's a mood board that has my face on it
1: and a whole design a whole design concept materials
0: so i had my first fitting yesterday
1: okay oh so they they've constructed
0: yes there's also a crown (laughs) so he's talking about oh well you know it's going to be that he's he's trying to assure me that everything's going to be very comfortable he's going to try to make the crown as comfortable as possible and I was like this is the sentence that I need to be said to me I will ensure that your crown is as comfortable as possible (laughs) that is that is a mood board for me yeah I want people to be saying that to me on a daily basis (laughs) (laughs) I will ease the comfort of your crown You can subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts and find us at vjandstevens.com. That's V-I-J-A-Y and Stevens with a P-H. We're working on some scripts and some fun new live projects. You can find us at vjandstevens on Instagram and our assistant Susan now tweets at memos from Susan.